Gyro Nation Metal. Welcome back to Gyro Nation Metal. My name is Jeff, and I'll be your host. Philippe Drouin of Canadian death metal band Obvert joins us today from Quebec City. Obvert was formed in 2020 and dropped their aptly named debut EP, The Beginning, earlier this year. Today, we will explore what makes this band so special and hear more about their upcoming album. Philippe, thank you for joining me today, and thank you for taking out this time to speak with me. It's good to meet you. Nice to meet you too, bro. So, Obvert is relatively new, but you guys are no stranger to music. So, how did you guys come together after being part of such different musical projects? Um, well, when I when I when I finished uh, when I finished the song, I thought about uh, these guys Samuel and Olivier Pinard because we toured together, but in different bands. So when I had to find my musician to play with, I these two guys were the ones, the first one that came in my mind. I asked them, and it works perfectly. So we we just go forward. And you picked them specifically because of what they could do. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Olivier Pinard has a really great tone on the bass, and Samuel is very talented too. So uh, I knew it was going to sound huge for this first EP. And as we were talking, like just before the show, you had been getting all this together since 2019, right? Yeah. When 2019, I start alone with my, or maybe a little bit earlier, but I started alone with my uh, my vocals and my guitars and writing the stuff. And uh, in summer of 2020, I I was ready to record. So that's that's what that was the moment uh, to to call these guys. So I thought about them and let's be together and let's record this. And the newest EP or your EP has um, quite an impactful title. It's called The Beginning. So um, that's your first release as this band and your first release since your accident. So um, was that planned? And was that the reason you left Unbreakable Hatred? The reason why I I left Unbreakable Hatred was uh, the main reason was because my left, my right arm was pretty fucked up for the picking i can't i wasn't able to pick because of this bump you can see it Mm -hmm. you you can see but uh, listeners can't see but this bump it's called osteophyte the second song on my hippie that uh, that uh, after the accident i was diagnosticated by um by some um doctors and they call it osteophyte we tried to to uh, operate with the surgery to cut the to cut that bones but no uh, no good effects so we tried to play i tried to play with unbreakable hatred again and i played uh, i played um, right handed and i bought a first left guitar handed so when i was back from the jam i tried to play left handed i tried <laughs> that was very very hard so that try i tried and one day i feel i feel it good and um i i can't um, i wasn't able to continue trying to play on the other side and that was i i wasn't feeling great i wasn't feeling happy that it makes me sad and one day uh, fuck off it's done I need to start over something else and go on my own. And that's why I did. 
most people would have turned away or at least been um they would have they wouldn't have tried to learn again with a different hand they may have picked up a different sport or a different um activity but you just kept plugging away why was that important for you to make yeah very important because music is my life music was my life and um um when i discovered i wasn't able to pick Again, on the right-handed, I contacted the Pat Martineau. Pat Martineau is a jazz man who relearned the instrument, but uh, he relearned on the, the right side, his good side, after an AVC, because his brain uh, forget all the notes, but all his muscles were still uh, going good. But I contacted him. So uh, he just told me that when he relearned, he thought about relearning. He saw the, the inverse, the opposites of what the things were in reality. So when he told me this, after a couple of days, I was thinking the opposite, the opposite, the opposite. Inverse. Damn, I should, I should try to play left-handed. So I just pick up a guitar left-handed and it, it begins there. I... Yes, I tried a lot, a lot, a lot. I was, I, I felt it very hard. So one day I contacted Michael Angelo Bedio because I knew he was playing both sides. So I knew he can, he can help me in this process. But I contacted uh, him uh, like uh, five, six, or seven months after trying on my own. That that was so hard. That's incredible. <laughs> I. I... Like I, I can't even write with my left hand, and I've I've heard that from a lot of people. So it's incredible that you've switched hands and also become more than proficient at it. Like you, you're now in a well-established band, and you guys have some killer music. Thanks, man. Yes, it, it was very hard to stay focused and motivated alone in my my things and trying to 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 play again. Even even if. I, some things I can still play really fast, really fast on my right-handed, like tapping or string skipping. I can do it very fast, but when I when times to pick alternate picking, it down picking, it's all fucked up. So I, I can't even. I, I tried a lot, but no results. So yes, I, I, I felt one day I wasn't. I'm gonna be able to do it. So that's why I keep going on, keep going on every day, and I never stop. And one day I contacted Michelangelo Bedio and he helped me a lot uh, uh, on the technique, on the basics, on the relearning and instruments. It was very hard, even if I already learned it at one time. But relearn it, it's so different on the other side. Uh, I was oh, <laughs> I was lost. <laughs> so when you pick up a left-handed guitar... Um, the strings are essentially the reverse of the right-handed guitar. Am I right? Yeah. Okay. So at least reading the music doesn't change, or what? I guess where you position your finger. The the position of fingers, uh, it's it's like a mirror. Okay. The picking was uh, to rebuild because the 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 muscles are never never worked together that that in that shape, left-handed. So. Mm -hmm. That's why when I was practicing very slowly, note per note, doom, doom, and I was like, "Fuck! What? What I try? What am I trying to do, man? That was so fucked up." And but I still play it. I still practice it. And then one day, like I told you, I feel it. I feel it. I, 
I don't know. I think it's my 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 vision of the thing and I everything that keeps me going on and I will, I stay positive in every way because when I stay positive, positive is the key I think on anything. So I stay positive and I think that helped me a lot. Yeah. I think that comes through in your lyrics and even the title of your band. Yeah. I mean, I've read some things. I mean, it's all about positivity and perseverance, getting through things. So it's an incredible message to send, especially in death metal. Yeah, sure. Uh, the, the band name Obvert is like, um, it's it, it means Obvert, it's mean inverted, but I just switched the E-R-T by U-R-T because when we were on tour with Suffocation, in 2012, with Unbreakable Hatred, we just had, we have the really nice, um, we had a lot of fun. And I think Derek or, no, Terrence told us one day, um, up at Earth, without the H. So I, I, I thought about this, without the H, Earth, Upvert, and I, I switched the E-R-T by U-R-T because I still, my hand still hurt and my, Shoulders still hurt because my uh, shoulder, shoulder. Yep. Yeah, yeah. My shoulder still hurt because I got a surgery too on this side. In uh, in in the same time, I tried to relearn. I I can tell you why uh, when uh, when if we talk about the um, the learning of vocals. Um, yeah, I have a surgery on there, and uh, I switch the ERT by ERT by URT. So it means a lot for me. It's upward inverted, and I I still hurt when I play sometimes, but it's perfect. And the beginning, it's it's the beginning. <laughs> so yeah, <laughs> uh, it's very it's, it's on my own, I think, and I I really like that the 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 way I find everything on this and the lyrics also. Like you told, it's, they are positive. They're all the negativity are transformed into positivism. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's that. That's really cool. And when I still jam and play the song, I really feel the song, and I still love to sing them. That it, it's me, so it's very it's perfect, man. Yeah. Well, it's obvious that you're passionate about music. I mean, it's in every facet of your life. Um, the image on the cover. There's like a creature in the middle and he's kind of held back by what looks to be guitar strings. Was that on purpose? Yeah, exactly. Yeah, John oh, cool. Zick. Yeah, John Zick did the lyrics. Yes. And uh, if you 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 check the cover carefully, you can see uh the creatures playing some string instrument and and there's a left-handed uh, no, left hand going a new left hand going on just on the with the picking picking hand and just appear on the picture so this very yeah it's on my home too i really like this cover that's wicked i actually um i really enjoy the brain too and what that um what that signifies to me is just your mentality and your outlook on pursuing this yeah yeah the brain also yeah sure because the brain is very is very it's it's useful in 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 all kind and in everything because i had to, to focus and I had to relearn and yeah, the brain is a significative for me too. Yeah, it's very perfect. And speaking of relearning, now you're doing a playthrough with a double neck guitar. 
Yeah, the split shoes gonna gonna be recorded uh, this coming week. Don't know when we're gonna release it, but yes, it's gonna. This is super super cool to play that double neck guitar. It's very awesome. I thought at first I was it was gonna be more difficult, but I can tell you I wrote all the beginning EP with only one hand because of my shoulder surgery so i wrote everything with one hand so when it comes to add the other hand it was easy because the other hand don't have any problem so what i learned for 15 years still in my hand so it was easy for to me to play the both hands at the same time no relearning only play <laughs> it's <laughs> everything flows is it difficult to keep track of both sides at the same time not really, no. Uh, it depends. It depends. When harmonizing guitars, parts, yes, or shifting. But when it's all in the same position, it's it's like mirror. I I can play uh, pretty much everything without thinking. Yeah, it's very cool. I really like this. It's a new instrument, but to me, it's it's great. No relearning at all. Again, that's incredible. Like you've got so many things going on and. On top of relearning a guitar and now playing a double necked guitar, uh, you also learned the vocals for death metal, essentially. So what was your journey like with that? And what made you choose vocals as opposed to like another instrument? Yeah. Yeah. If I start to the roots, when I got that surgery, yeah, my hand surgery, that makes me unable to play on the fretboard while playing left-handed. So I had to play music. And I wasn't singing at that time. So I thought about, oh, maybe I can learn to sing. I can learn my own vocals. I can learn vocals. If if someone can do vocals, I can do vocals. So mm-hmm. I print, print some lyrics and start start with this, like uh, with uh, some... I start with something easy like Gojira song because I really like Gojira. Then I go into more brutal stuff like Gorgasm, Suffocation, and some more brutal stuff and Necrophagist and... I developed my vocals without playing the guitar, only singing, only singing. And one crazy thing, after this, I got my surgery on my shoulder. So that now the picking hand cannot play, but the the, the fretboard hand can play. So I was singing. I wrote the, all the music and I had the vocals with my one hand on the fretboard and vocals, only one hand and vocals. And I did it. I did this for like two or three months or four months. I went to the rear chore rooms alone every night and practiced all my song every night with one hand and vocals. That was very crazy. I was, I was thinking. I hope nobody's gonna enter this room while I'm practicing and singing with one hand. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, it's it's very true that it, it it happens like this. It's crazy. But you kept plugging away at it, and now, I mean, like I said before, you're pretty damn good. So, I mean, it just shows that no matter what you want to do, you can always get better. Yeah, like I told my students, practice, 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 and mm-hmm. repetition is the key. And and I can prove it right now because I start from the roots and I can I can do some things I couldn't expect at the time. So for me, it's very great. And I can I can uh, I can mention Michelangelo video 
teach me this so uh, he's the best so i listen to him and he's the best he's still the best <laughs> it's crazy <laughs> so speaking of students you said you've been teaching for about six or seven years now yeah to students yeah at elementary school you teach uh you teach music correct i teach music in general yes all all instruments but in one class like uh, 20 25 kids maximum what are some of the challenges working with such a young age group yeah, it's challenging. Yeah, sure. But this year it's cool because principal introduces me to the kids and the parents like the death metal guitarist who played before a crowd of kids at the end of the school year. So the little kids, I can ask them, uh, can you tell me a genre of music? And kids told me death metal. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> that's crazy. <laughs> that's amazing, man. Yeah, that's make me. That makes my day when it happens. Because <laughs> sometimes I was like, "Oh, what am I doing here? Oh, my head, my head." Oh. <laughs> <laughs> but death metal, yeah, <laughs> this is so cool. <laughs> it's the first time in my life it happened, so it's very awesome. <laughs> so, um. They obviously know you're in a band. Did they know of your band before you started teaching them? Obviously, they've changed over over the years, but... What did you say? Did the students know about your band before they started teaching you? No, 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 no. Or sorry, before you started teaching them, sorry. Uh, be- no, before I started teaching them, no, but I informed them about all the, the process I went through because it, it was important and I informed them about it. So when the kids see... The drummer on the backyard and the upvert cabinet and the ads and the um, the bassist and it was like, are we gonna play today? Yeah, yeah. So they, that's cool. Yeah, they knew they knew before, but before we went to school, they didn't knew that band. Oh, that's incredible! And then, um, did you have support from the parents as well? Sure. Yeah. Sure. Sure. Yeah. My dad really helps me and support me and still do it. My mother also, but I don't talk to her every day, but yeah, she does. Oh, sorry. I meant, uh, I meant, did you get support from the, the kids, uh, kids' parents at school to play? Uh, the kids' parents, not really, because I haven't saw them a lot. It, it, it was pretty much only kids in the backyard. And it, okay. And it was the last day of school. So uh, after that day, it was the end of the school year. <laughs> so and then, then the, so this year I went to another school. So I haven't met the parents almost. But I'm sure uh, you'll play for them too. Yes. <laughs> but, but we had a lot of feedback. But no, we didn't have any feedback. Uh, uh, because of that death metal gig, and in the morning it was a there were um, it was a zumba like a dance thing, and a, it was and they got some parents called because it was so too loud, and they uh, they they called to to told it was disturbing, <laughs> but us when we played, no feedback, no negative feedback. <laughs> it's crazy. <laughs> Okay. <laughs> so they like death metal and they don't like Zumba. No, <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Yeah. yeah they, not all the kids, but uh, almost all the kids were, were jumping and 
doing crazy things. <laughs> yeah. I saw the video. That was pretty cool. <laughs> did you did you hear about uh, Sharon Burns? Uh, she's a principal at a high school in St. Catharines, Ontario. Um, what what happened with her was she posted um, she posted a picture of in support of Iron Maiden, and some of the some of the parents didn't like it, so they actually had a petition going to have her removed from her position. So they got over five hundred signatures. But somebody did a counter petition, which got over 25,000 signatures to allow her to keep her job. Oh, damn. So, yeah, I thought that was really cool. And that's a good way to say, fuck you, counter, uh, cancel culture. Sorry. <laughs> it's awesome. Yeah. I started laughing. I haven't heard about this, but it's very great. <laughs> yeah. And then I saw, I saw your video there playing in front of the students. I'm like, we need more of this stuff going on. Yeah, a lot of people told me that. A lot of people told that, write, wrote that on the internet and wrote things to me. And yeah, they, I think that much of the, of the people enjoyed it. <laughs> and like I told you before, uh, that wasn't, it, it wasn't me. It was the, the physical education teacher who came to me with that idea because he knew I would we released that EP uh, like uh, during the pandemic. So he got that idea to close the year. And that's that's what makes it even better because it wasn't planned. I, I haven't planned this. It wasn't me. It's not my home. But that's what makes it bigger. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah. Exactly. Oh, man. So... When it comes to um, like overcoming adversity, like obviously you've had to deal with your accident, you've done an EP throughout the pandemic. There's a lot of struggle and a lot of um, hurdles that you've had to overcome. You're now proficient in everything. You've got some killer music, and you're still a teacher. So, do you send that message to your kids? And is it important for them to learn um, about perseverance and overcoming adversity? Yeah, sure. I told I I told them I repeated I repeat them this to, uh, this kind of stuff uh, pretty much every day because it's important to me and it's important for us because it's the future and I I told them the importance of perseverance because in anything you can do it. You just have to do it now. Don't wait 10 years to do it because it's too late. Now, do it now. Like Jason Becker told told in uh, one song on his last uh, album, Triumphant Hearts, the one song, it's called You Do It. And when I heard this, because I we can hear his voice saying this, you do it. If you don't know Jason Becker as uh, ALS, and he was one of the greatest shredder of in the world and uh, one day after uh, one day later he can't play with his hand he can't play music now we can't speak so we wrote an album with his eyes and he, he just uh, released that album that gives me some strength to to go over my adversity and because nobody was there to help me to, to say practice bro practice bro mm-hmm. Michael, give me my lessons. He told me to practice, but when I was alone in my in my studio, when nobody was there to tell me practice, practice. I could I could go on. I could listen music. It's it, it, it's easier to listen music uh, than to relearn to play music. But 
some little things like this keeps me alive and keeps me motivating but and th this album this three words you do it was very strong to me because yes it's gave me the strength it's, it helped me a lot so, yes i told to the students you do it you do it now not tomorrow now you have a very rare attitude i i meet a lot of people who will take the easy road or they choose not to confront hurdles or challenges, but you seem to just blow right through them and say, fuck it, I'm going to do it anyways. Exactly. Yeah. I have a lot of people who try to discover, not, not a lot, but I won't say names. I won't tell anyone, but some people try to tell, to tell me you won't, you won't be able to play left and dead. It's impossible, bro. Stop this and keep, keep playing right and dead, but you're not in my body, bro. Listen to me. I tell you, I can't play anymore, right? And then my picking hand is fucked up. So if I'm switching, I'm not switching for fun. I'm switching because there's a real reason into this. So, yeah, some couple of people told me impossible. You never do this, but don't care about it. I do it. <laughs> I do it. <laughs> I did it. So now we talk about your your lyrics, and it it's about a lot of perseverance again, struggle. Um, that's obviously important to your mentality and stuff like that, of course. Yes, exactly. Because when I start to learn vocals, I like I told you, I read and learn a lot of Gojira music. Gojira don't talk about death, don't mm -hmm. talk about murder or uh, gore. They talk about life and it. It was my my way to go. Also, when I first wrote my first lyric, wasn't really significative. It was really bullshit. We can, yeah, it was shit. But but I rearrange it and redo it to to be to be satisfied with it. And uh, yes, it's it, the yeah the the message I want to talk. I talk about little little bit of my story, the the struggle I went through, and. Um, yeah, the positivism also, like we told, um, like, yeah, type positivism is, is very important. So Gojira helps me to keep that way because they never talk about death, talk about life. And this is this is the best to talk about life. It's not because death metal. Chuck Schuldener wasn't, talk, talk, uh, wasn't talking about uh, gore or something like this. He was talking about reality, about life, and yeah, it's not, it's not, um, it's not a necessary thing in death metal. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and I, I do it my own. I I haven't copied anyone. I just do it on my own, and that's why I still love singing my lyrics right now. And so, like, when you're looking at a metal band, is lyrical content important to you? Like what they sing about? Not really, because uh, I really like Cannibal Corpse, and maybe they can talk about murder or uh, gore. And I, I love the music, and uh, they're professionals. They, they, they are killer band, so I really like this. Uh, maybe if it's really shitty vocals, maybe I won't listen to. But yes, first of all, I listen to to the the overall of the band. If the music is great, and then I will check the lyrics. 
or don't if I don't want. But uh, the, the, the last Gojira album uh, went out uh, one month after mine, and I still listening listening to it. I print all the lyrics and still reading them almost one once a day, and I I know them um, all by heart now. It's it's repetition repetition i did this for three months and now i can sing them without the sheets crazy yes and i really like their um their lyrics yeah lyrics can can help me to like a band but not too it depends if it's an old school band i list i'm listening to for many years or i don't real i don't really listen to new bands i can tell it that's true. I'm not listening to new music. I'm still old school in the music. I have my my old CDs and I'm listening them back over and over. <laughs> yeah. So what are some of your favorite albums then? I don't have favorite albums because there's so many. I have yeah. so many. For, yeah, yeah. If, Fair enough. Yeah, yeah. I, I can't. If I had to see one right now, right, right here, right now, I can say uh, Nile. What shall not be unearthed? Maybe, yeah. But like I told you, they're all good. <laughs> and you're you're obviously drawn to the more uh, brutal and technical side of metal. Uh, who are some of your favorite bands? Or I guess it doesn't really matter matter what genre, but just in general, who do you enjoy the most? Which band? Um, in or out of metal, like you're you're drawn to the more technical side of things, the more brutal. But is that all you listen to, or do you have other interests? Oh no, I'm listening to a lot of stuff. I listen to brutal music, to some trash metal, a, a, a little bit classical music too, and jazz. I really like uh, listening to Bach. Bach is is a genius, and I really like. I really enjoy this music. I, I I need to be alone to listen to this, but yes, I and I can listen to um, Beethoven, Beethoven Symphony too. I really like uh, that that stuff. Uh, when I yeah, um, the night before I went to bed, I can play it for one hour or two, and I really enjoy it. it makes me relax, and I really enjoy this music. It's very well composed and. They were great. They were the greatest one. <laughs> yeah. Why is uh, teaching music important to you? Um, to pay the bills. <laughs> Fair enough. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, maybe it's the main reason. <laughs> because if someone can pay me to practice guitar all day, I will. I do it. If someone can pay me, like a Chinese can, hey, Philip, I want to pay you every day to play, practice guitar and double neck and be the best. Oh, fuck yeah, I do it, man. <laughs> but yeah, <laughs> uh, that, that, I, I enjoy it. I enjoy it. I Not, not always, not uh, all of the time, but yeah, I really enjoy it. It, it makes me, uh, it makes me doing something else in the music. So when I arrive home, now I can play and I, I'm happy to play. If I if I played for like six hours in the day and still playing the night, something else, some well, yeah, something else, maybe I can be more annoyed, more bored. But when I back from work, I know I have a second job to do and I drink my coffee and it started, man. Fuck yeah, man. I begin to practice. I start the metronome and play. And yes, I really enjoy it. 
yes, the, the teaching to kids um, is motivating too. And the, um, the um, yeah, it's motivating, man. That's really good to hear. I mean, a lot of teachers, they, they lose their passion over years. And um, I've seen it myself personally, but some are great and, and completely passionate about what they teach. And you're clearly that type of person. Me? Yeah. Okay, yeah, sure, yeah, sure. Some people stop, but maybe, maybe I'd stop. I'd stop, maybe, if I can play left-handed. If I can play, if a kid can play faster than me, maybe I'll quit the music teacher. But I really learn I can play faster than also. No, that's fun. <laughs> don't, don't care. <laughs> no, I can do it. But at first, when I began to learn left-handed some kids were better than me and they can play faster than me but i was like oh no matter i'm i'm doing it man so i keep going on and today i don't regret to uh, to practice as much as i did i still do to to improve my playing to to get better in what i do and it's not it's not an obligation i do it because i like it and it's it, it's in me so it's it's natural to play and it's not force. It's, yeah, it's, I need to, I want to, I do it. Yeah, I, I have a lot of people tell, uh, tell me, like, if you say you have to do something, it's not that good. But if you say you want to do something, it's worth doing. And it seems like you want to teach, you want to play music, you obviously want to practice or else you wouldn't have learned. But now on top of everything, you're endorsed by multiple companies. So tell me more about that. Like, what does that entail? And who are you with? Yeah, man, that's fucking great. And Michael Angelo Bedio introduces me to Sawtooth Instruments. So okay. last year, yeah, just before the, hey, that was crazy. Just before that release show we did in the school backyard. Yeah. Michael went to me and told me, hey, Philip, you need a new endorsement. You need to quit Dean Guitars because Dean Guitars sucks. No, no, not like <laughs> this, but he told me, come and join Sawtooth Guitars. It's going gonna, it's gonna to be great. So, yeah, I did it. I, I, I joined Sawtooth. I joined them, and they shipped me guitar. I, I received one guitar, the, the white one. Maybe you see it? On the videos? Yeah, on the videos, yeah. Yep. The, the white one was the first I received. So I tuned it in D to, for my song, and I was not 100% perfect good play with it but i did anyways and on the same day on that release show i received the black one the sawtooth black one already tuned in d and i never played with it was the first time i played with in front of the kids and in same time the first time i sang and the first time i was playing left and dead the first time of everything right but yeah it, I, the sawtooth guitar i received in the in the dinner on the the lunchtime I oh I unboxed it and played it and it was hard because it wasn't very adjust to me to my playing but I unboxed it and played it and it was it was a sawtooth guitar and uh, right now I really like them the sawtooth guitar after yep. it, I got um, sponsored by EMG pickups. So EMG pickups are active pickups, so the it it, it add uh, a little a little of gains on my tone and on the the sawtooth guitar, which were not very metal, but with the EMGs, they're more uh, more attack and more punch, more crunch, and it, right now they're better than they were when I did my first my 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 release show with my band. 
Okay, cool. Right now, they're all all equipped with EMGs, and uh, EMGs are the best, and I, I still love them. And uh, I just put them on my double neck, and it sounds very brutal. <laughs> I can play on both sides, cha 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 cha, but not very fast on the right side. But sometimes I just try to pick. Like yesterday, I tried to pick right, and I was. I wasn't feeling my wrist very good. I can do it. I can do it. I can do that, 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 that. But I don't feel great. When I switch, I feel good. Oh, yeah. That, 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 that. And now it's, it's better to me. Yeah. And then if you tone sports, if you tone sports are some stainless parts I put on my Floyd Rose because since I play guitar for 15 years, 20 years, I all my guitar parts on my picking and Whereas my picking hands positions all coming rust because I sweat a lot and I rust all the parts. So I got some parts and stainless to put on my bridges, on my tremolos, on my flood rows. So there's no rust right now. It's very great. That's interesting. I've never considered instruments rusting. Yeah, man, because I I can I can kill the strings in one I can kill a pack of string in one day. So yeah, it's very. Uh, yes, I do a lot of we can call it acidity. I think don't know if it if it's a good word, but I swear a lot, so it all comes rust fast. So now I I don't have this problem anymore on my guitar part. So on my Floyd Rose, they're equipped with the, the FU tones and stainless. So no rust, no more rust. What other kind of technical problems could you run into? Technical problems? The 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 part <clears throat> sorry the parts just becoming all rusty, all rusty, and it's not it's not cool to see uh, mm-hmm. see and. I don't want to play with rust part. I want to play with new parts. So that's why. And uh, my guitar tech introduces me to that, uh, that kind of, of uh, screws in stainless. So that's why I use this now. And that's just perfect to me. I won't go back with the normal, uh, normal screws. It don't... It, it, I, sorry, I assume that uh, rusty parts would also affect the sound of the instrument, would it not? Uh, not really, but um, it just, it just um, no, not really. I, I don't think. I don't think it just not beautiful to see and not beautiful to play with because it's it, it don't look good, great. It's look nah. Don't want to play this. <laughs> the one I play, when I was playing right in there, the, the the very last time, I just swapped some. I swapped some uh, um, Floyd Rose because all rust, and I swapped uh, also a pickups because the pickups was all rust. I still have it here uh, because I didn't enjoy playing with this and change my strings and seeing this. It's not what what is this it's new <laughs> no uh, i want to keep my my instrument like new because it's very it's very great it's better it's better yeah it's better you say that you can go through some strings in in a day like is that because of how fast and technical the playing is or is that average 
I think it's the it's the last and uh, no 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 I think it's the it's my playing like I told you I I sweat a lot and because mm. I sweat a lot that's um that's kill the strings and that kill the parts that are in, uh, not in stainless and talking about strings I have my own right now where they are uh, they are upward strings um stainless one SIT strings um and they can last a little bit longer, else uh, like maybe twice, twice, uh, twice of the normal strings. Yeah, so it's great. I every part is stainless. I can use. I use them <laughs> because I sweat so much. <laughs> it's 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 not it's not bad because I like to change my strings and play with some some new strings, new fresh strings, new tone and new sound. So it's not bad to me. I I no uh, I'm used to it right now, no matter. But yeah, the, these uh, screws and stainless are just the best for me. Yeah. Well, I mean, you're playing hard and you're playing professionally, so it better be quality. Sure. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Sure. No. No rusty parts. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That also doesn't look very good on stage when you go up there and you're trying to impress an audience. Uh just yeah, but not not just just for me, just don't look good. And because I like I told you, I change my string really really often. And when I see some screws that are rust and it's not fun because they are you can go back with these rusting rusty screws. So yeah, mm-hmm. no, I, I, since I have these, I won't go back. On your double neck guitar, are both sides tuned the same way? Yeah, yeah, they're okay. tuned. Yeah, and they have these screws also. I can show you. So, for the people listening, uh, this double neck guitar I thought was like Jimmy Page's double neck guitar, but it's actually two guitars with the necks facing 45 degrees away from each other. Exactly. That's insane. That's crazy looking. It's one on uh, one. 110 degrees yes and it's like a mirror so if you can't you want oh yeah you can see them there's some the stainless screws if Mm -hmm. if i put it there you will see i will i will show you ear Mm -hmm. ear and ear so when i play no not on this side but on the other side when i play it uh, it never rust and the the still looks new after uh, months of playing so that's why i told you they're made for me and uh here on the 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 lucky nut also i have these so um no rust i <laughs> no rust no rust what are the little white things attached to the end of your guitar there what? or at the top of the neck uh, yeah this? that thing this is a string dampener. It's it just cut the the noise when playing legados on the with the two hands. Just cut the the, the noise on one and noise on the the fretboard. Okay, but, cool. But I don't really use them because I'm used to to, to cut the noise with my hand, so I mm-hmm. don't really need them. But they're there when I need to. That's cool. Yeah, man, that's fucking great, man. That's a very great guitar. I like it. So what drove you to want to learn a double neck guitar like that? What? What made you want to learn that? What for me? 
What wanted me learning this? Yeah. Ah, man. Uh, Sawtooth Guitar, the, 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 the guitar company I'm into it, um, just released the limited edition. They released 50 double neck guitar available for everyone. And when they released it, they thought about me and they, they, they knew I, I, I was going to be able to play this easily because I was right-handed before and my right my left hand on the fretboard still works a lot perfectly. So I just had to mix the both hands and yeah, man, the, the, yeah, man, that, that's why it, <laughs> it's happened. <laughs> it's happening, man. And, and I really enjoy playing with my two hands because twice more fingers, twice fun. <laughs> and you know it, uh, Michelangelo can play the, this double neck he was the first who can play double neck but he don't play death metal I play death metal with the double neck this is crazy stuff and now I can play almost all my EP I, I, I almost all arrange all the songs not uh, not every song because they're one in drop A tuning, which I can tune this guitar in drop A because I can only use one tuning at the time. So I can do three songs right now with my both hands and arrange for the, the two guitars. And I I really enjoy playing death metal with <laughs> my two hands on the neck. <laughs> Crazy stuff. <laughs> <laughs> what exactly is drop a tuning huh what is drop a tuning drop a tuning it's uh it's a drop tuning like uh instead of drop d mm -hmm. it's drop a it's like um um is it similar to like flat and sharp or is that completely different um it's like it's like uh, if 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 we take the drop D tuning, it's only the big uh, the six six strings uh, tuned down from one steps. Okay, this is the drop okay. D, and I drop everything uh, a fourth lower, so it's lower. It's drop D, but a fourth lower, so it sounds low. <laughs> So it's basically just the tone of the the tunes changing. Uh, changing. Exactly. Yeah. Okay. I have I have the song "Scores of Wars" on uh, on the beginning EP with tuning mm -hmm. this tuning, and I have one on the upcoming album also tuning drop A. I use this because um, I like Nile and Nile are tuning drop A, and um, I have a guitar in drop A. I can show this one. This is not my endorsement. This is a Car Sanders uh, Dean. Okay, this is a, a Dean I had when I was playing right-handed. I play one gig right-handed like this uh, with decapitated and um, yeah, with unbreakable hatred. And one night I wasn't able to sleep, and I just go up from the bed and I I check my guitar and I check it. Whoa, this guitar is symmetric, symmetrical, so I can maybe switch the strings and keep still play with it. So I just inverse this and the string. So now it's left and dead and drop a tuning. 
So yeah, man, the, yeah, I really like this one. I'm still using it because it's low and brutal. There's no, there's no tone. There's no volume. One pickups. Oh, it's brutal, man. <laughs> yes. <laughs> That's really cool. Yeah, man. Something that I've noticed with a lot of musicians is like, you guys all know how to use multiple instruments. Is that something? Um, that you find is pretty common yeah yeah but you had to to practice it a little bit mm -hmm. you get used to it but yes for sure I, I can play some little bit of drums i can play I, almost every instrument because i always because i played it in the in the past and i just spend a little bit of time playing playing them i'm not i'm not a drummer i'm not a trumpeter but I can play these instruments. <laughs> it's, it just needs a practice. Practice is the key for pretty much everything. <laughs> yeah, if you want success in anything, you have to keep practicing. Exactly, yeah. yeah. And not, that's why I told the students, not only on the music, it's, it's on everything. It's in sports, it's in mm -hmm. arts, and everything that needs needs yeah that needs some practice perseverance just to, to 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 get better and better and better and better so yeah it's important to to uh yeah it's important to stay focused and speaking of getting better you guys have been working uh towards your new album and obviously acquiring new skills so what do you guys have in store for us Yes, uh, we have um, eight songs and a new album uh, was almost ready to record. Um, I'm, I finished the guitar parts and the vocals, and uh, we had to add the write, We had to write the drums parts. The bass. We started the bass. We had to write the drums. So uh, eight songs. Um, the um, writing process is very different because i start to write with my guitar pick and like i told you the first ep was written with one hand so it was pretty much legato on this and the, the writing composition so that's mean it won't be as easy to play on double neck this time because i i wrote it with a pick so i i think it won't be easy yeah because I play with the pick and there there's some repeating notes and thumb picking and tremolo picking and some something I haven't done in the first one and some yes yeah, some, <laughs> some cool stuff some cool stuff to explore in this new one also a uh, new um yeah new avenues and new sound new techniques but it's still it's still brutal so what you're saying is you guys are experimenting with your sound a little bit yeah, yeah, I tried some new elements. Awesome. Yeah, man, I think it's gonna be great. I'm not going. I'm not going going so far from the first one because I want to keep it like Obvert is, but it's different because, like I told you, writing with a pick and writing with no pick, it's completely different thing. So yes, it's gonna be a little bit different, but it's gonna stay some some upvert song are you planning on doing uh songs in both english and french again 
Yeah, there's one in French and uh, yeah, one on uh, one out of eight in French and uh, seven, uh, no, six in English and one instrumental one. Cool. Yeah, man. When you put together an album, like when, how do you decide to sing in English or French? Oh, that uh, I think it, it's my own because uh, on the first one I called it for the second song. No. Yeah, the second song, Osteophyte, is called, it's the, 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 that, that, um, that bump here. This is the Osteophyte. And, uh, I, I was feeling it in French. I don't know why, because I was so frustrating about everything. And uh, that was easier to me to write something in French that, that I can throw all the, all the negative in this and not. <laughs> all the things that makes me sick in this and it was easy well i think it was the first song actually i wrote on the the vocals and that was that song that completely sucks at first the lyrics and i changed everything and i decided to put it in french and because of the concept of that osteophyte i think it was just just perfect perfect fit to go with do you find writing in French lyrics can be difficult because English rhymes a little bit better? Yes, yes. But uh, when when putting some low vocals in it, on the sounding, you can't very hear it. Mm -hmm. So, um, yeah, yeah, it's a little bit easier in English, but I think in French it's good too. When you, 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 you pronounce well, but when you put some some low sounding in it doesn't matter i think people can't know it <laughs> i think i think did you, did, did, did you recognize it um not really no no i i mean there are some words that i could recognize but um obviously like i, I don't know french so i couldn't really understand that song um but I think more time with with death metal and death metal lyrics, I can understand certain artists better than others. But I, again, the more time I spend with with that their music, I can start to understand what they're saying. And then obviously, after reading the lyrics, you can point more things out. Yeah, yeah. But yes, I, I think yeah, I agree. It's a little bit to to put some rhyme and some 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 good sounding on the English. But both are good. That's why I'm just saying one song in French. Mm -hmm. Only one. Only because we're in Quebec City. <laughs> only for this. Speaking of Quebec, you guys have a, a an intense metal export, I guess I'll call it. You have like Cryptopsy, Beyond Creation, Cataclysm, uh, Agonist, Beneath the Massacre, Voivod uh, Neraxis, a, a bunch of pioneers. So do you guys feel any pressure to perform at that level? Yeah, sure, man. Sure, man. And I hope we can share the stage with Cryptopsy again with Hubvert. That will be very fucking sick. But yes, we are. We have a lot of red band and Gorguts. For sure. Yeah, sure. Quebec is very great for this. Uh, I'm looking forward to um, to uh, to to talk again with these guys and maybe play a show together. That will be very sick. Uh, playing a show in front of 
Major people, not <laughs> for the first time. <laughs> That's going to be a little bit different. <laughs> but yeah, I'm looking forward to it. And it's, uh, it's um, things are going better and better with the pandemic. So I think it's, it's going to be soon. But I'm not very, um, it's not, um, I'm not hurried to do it because we're, we're, we're focusing on an album. We're going to release this album and we'll see after. But For now, if we don't play, doesn't even matter because I'm still practicing. I'm still playing my stuff, and I it's not it's not um, it's not mandatory for me to play tomorrow. I know I will play soon, but not tomorrow. But yes, there's a lot of really great bands in Quebec. Uh, yeah, that I'd like to uh, to to share the stage with. And with your job, they're pretty. Are they supportive of you going on tour? My job. Yeah. You 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 um you, you are telling about the, the my um the other teacher in school. Yeah, if you're if you're a teacher, um, how would they react to you wanting to go on tour? Would they grant you the leave, or how would that work? Okay, okay, okay. if I if I go on, if I if I go on tour, right? Mm -hmm. Oh, that's uh, that's. That can be uh, just arranged with the, with the, I don't know what to call it. The, uh, it's called Sunday Service La Capitale. I can call the, can call them and explain to them I have something from this date to this date, and I, I will be able to to do it. Yeah. Okay. Cool. Yeah. That's good. Maybe really good. not all the year long because they can they can tell me you're gonna lose your job. <laughs> <laughs> and death metal is not uh is, is not playing death metal it's not you're not this you're not doing this for money mm -hmm. because it's not uh, it's it's not it's not the reason why i do this it's for fun because i like it teaching music is for money <laughs> that's understandable <laughs> <laughs> No, both, both. It's fun. It's fun, and it's 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 both. Yeah. Awesome. So, um, for anybody listening and interested in getting into your music, uh, where's the best place to find it for you guys? Uh, you mean the CD or the only the song? Uh, whatever's best for you. I mean, um, I, I know that people can go to like Spotify, but uh, to buy your music, would it be Bandcamp or or your website? Oh yeah, you can buy on Bandcamp. You can buy. Um, We have a big cartel. We have Indie Merge too. The best place will be on the Bandcamp because everything is going to us. And uh, right now, I sh I ship some guitar pick. I ship uh, stickers and I ship a poster uh, with the, the the EP. So yes, I think the best place is the Bandcamp or the big cartel because it's our own. But every play every place is good. <laughs> For sure. Yeah. Awesome. Is there anything else you'd like to cover today, man? Uh, no, I think uh, I think uh, no, I think it's great, man. We did it. Well, we uh, we went through uh, almost everything, I think. Yeah, and if not, I'd love to have you on again as a guest. Okay, sure, bro. Yeah, man. Yeah, you're a blast to talk to. Yeah, man. Sure, man. Same for me. Man. Cool. Well, thank you very much for spending this time with me, man. No problem. It was very great. Thank you for tuning in, and we will see you next time on Gyro Nation Metal. Please don't forget to like, share, and subscribe. The podcast can be found on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook. If you would like to support this podcast, please consider checking out my Patreon. Thank you.